Welcome to the Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. Welcome to Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We're going to have some fun here tonight. I have my amazing co-hosts with us, Alex and Capri. Ed is not with us, but this means that we really get to put Capri in the hot seat because she has just started her amazing university experience and journey at Purdue. She's just moved in. And so this is a great opportunity for us to get her insights on what this has been like, what she wished she would have known, and maybe help young adults that are going to be leaving for college, maybe who haven't left yet or getting ready for next year that we're going to help them avoid some pitfalls. So welcome everybody. Thanks everyone. Thanks for joining us. Capri, I know you've been very busy. (laughs) Um, So what's been your, um, get us started here. What's been your um, favorite part of these last few weeks? I know there's a lot coming at you when you're first starting out. Okay. Two things. One on the fun side, one on the more academic side, obviously meeting new people that I think that has been definitely the highlight um before this kind of whole college experience started I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a people person but I've learned in the past few weeks that I'm more of a people person than I ever thought so meeting tons of new people and just getting to like learn about their stories and what they have to say and how they think is so much fun and then um this is my third week of classes so I feel like they're just starting to like pick up and get really interesting and today I had a guest um, speaker for one of my lectures and she was a physician and she was talking about like just endocrinology and I thought that was super exciting so I'm really excited for my classes to kind of continue getting a little deeper and learning a lot more because it's, it's definitely different than in high school like just the lecture format so I, I think I really like it. That's awesome. I want to go back to the meeting people and then we're going to talk about what's taking place in the classroom. Meeting people, you're saying you didn't think you were a people person. Now you're finding out that you really are. Mm -hmm. What is it like? Are all the other students that are starting just as nervous or wanting to meet people as well? How is it different from high school? And what has that socialization been like from your perspective? That's a good one. I think that it's a little different from high school in the sense that kind of going into high school or being a part of high school, like maybe you've played sports with these people or they went to your middle school. So you kind of know a little bit about them already, but here it's literally like, you've never met this person. You have absolutely like, I could think that you're from Indiana because that's where I go to school, but you're from Tennessee and you live in Nashville and you love country music and you want to be a country music performer like Amy, but I would have never known that unless I had asked you. And I think that's like one of the coolest things because there's like no assumptions. There's no nothing. It's just a person and a smile and a face. That makes sense because in high school, of course, you know what city they live in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you, you're all from the same similar zip code. You, I don't know. There's just so many different ways that our lives interconnect when you're from the same place that like going to a different place is really cool. But also going to a different place, I've realized how many people like, know where I live because I like I just say I'm oh I'm from San Diego but like people will be like oh you're from San Diego where exactly are you from and it's like we both have this connection to this little kind of town city and suddenly we're in Indiana talking about how we love this restaurant from home oh 
Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty neat. And, and I would imagine that everybody's feeling the same way of wanting to ask these questions and get connected. Mm -hmm. Do you notice there's less reservation to want to be able to say hi? (laughs) Definitely. Um, it's very nerve wracking, I'd say, because like the first day I moved in, I was kind of one of the first people I was like, okay, I'm going to go say like hi to everyone on my floor. And then it was time to do that. And it was so nerve wracking, but like, once you get going, um, those fears kind of melt away because you realize that everyone is in the same boat as you and is kind of craving that sense of relationship and just like meaningful connection. Yeah. And I think that's probably the easiest time to make friends in college too is those first few weeks. Cause like you said too, mm-hmm. everyone's in the same boat. Everyone wants to make friends. And then like you said too, even though you're from different states, different cities, you guys have like that common ground of, okay, we love this restaurant. And now we're in the same dorm, same whatever. And there's so many easy ways to just make friends with people and relate to them, even though you are from different states. Yeah. Alex, is this causing you to kind of relive when you went through this years back? Are you doing that again? What, What was your experience? It was the exact same thing. I remember being, I think I was a little bit nervous for sure. But I was definitely more excited just for like a fresh start. And mm-hmm. I think it definitely uh, forced me out of my comfort zone. It definitely made me more into a people person. I feel like I traced a lot of like my social growth back to those first few weeks yeah. of college because it forced you to be social. It forced you out of your comfort zone, how to interact with people. So, yeah, I mean, what you're going through right now, Capri, I'm like, it's taking me back to five years ago. Okay, so sorry, Alex, I have another question here, because this is the mom hat on where my daughter's ready to start UC San Diego. And because of the quarter system, they haven't started yet. So you're ahead. So she still has that entire what's about to happen. I don't know what to expect. And especially when it comes to the classrooms and the workload, I think she already knows she's going to make friends. Okay, but she's really afraid. Is this going to be 10 times harder than what senior year was or what to expect? What is it? What has taken place for you these first few weeks that for those that haven't started college yet, you can say, don't worry, you're okay. Or are you about to say, yes, please panic. (laughs) Okay. So I was really nervous about that too. And it's not necessarily like a hundred percent right now. I'd say I'm probably about like an 80%. I think what would bring it up to the hundred percent is when I have to start having tests to study for. But um, the thing that really surprised me is how willing professors are to help you. And even if they aren't the ones who can be like, hey, come to my office hours, I can help you. They know someone who can. So, for example, my bio lecture or my bio class has 60 TAs, 60. So that means that at any given point, there is a TA that is willing to help you and can help you. Because, yeah, it's like, it's insane. And yes, my school is a very big school, but still the fact that there's 60 people besides the person teaching it who all know what's going on and attend the lectures and are having their own labs and own recitations that all know what's going on like that's pretty encouraging to me so I don't know that was definitely a a positive and then as far as like it being hard I feel like the content is harder but if you have solid study skills and a good foundation like and you're staying on track with your assignments, I think it's very manageable. I don't know. Maybe check again in a month when I'm like actually (laughs) knee deep in. But so far, I've been surprised with the free time I have. Wow. There's a lot of free time in college. Mm -hmm. You you definitely got to make the most of it. Have your fun and everything. But I think what you said too about finding out what study habits are most important for you, keeping track of all the deadlines, that's super important. So is there any specific study skills that you found to be really beneficial for you? And how do you keep track of all these like different deadlines and 
everything because there's, there's a lot going on. That's a good one. So, um, my like school is called the Human or the Health and Human Sciences, like College of Health and Human Sciences, and so they took it upon themselves to kind of create an assignment tracker because this is like there's a lot of rigorous majors and rigorous courses in there. So I've been using that assignment tracker, which kind of like sorts it by class once you input it and like it keeps track of the due dates for you. And then, so I do that for like a big overview. And then on like a weekly plus daily level, I have a weekly planner that I use for all my assignments. So I'm like, okay, this is due Tuesday night. This is due Wednesday night. This is due Thursday night. And then each day I'm able to break that into smaller steps because I'm very good at crossing things off my to-do list. (laughs) <laughs> when it's in front of me and when it's manageable. But if I'm looking at it and seeing that I have 20 assignments due by the end of the week, like there's no way that I'm even starting that because it's too big of a chunk. So if I break it down into days where I'm like, okay, you need to finish this assignment for your um, public speaking class. You need to start this math homework or this chem homework. You can do like the first half and you have to read this bio lecture. It's a lot more manageable for me. Yeah, so you kind of like your... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like your shorter term deadlines for like the homework mm-hmm. assignments, then the longer term ones for like the exams yeah. too. And that's super important too. I feel like is breaking it up and pacing yourself because it can be so easy if you're not planning ahead. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wow, I have four tests this week in, in an essay. Yeah. If you're not, not planning ahead, that will, it's weak. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I am mm-hmm. screwed. <laughs> and I think that and also kind of ties into all the free time that you have available. You're like, wow, I have so much free time available. I can do it later. But if you kind of go into that mindset and honestly, it kind of caught up with me this weekend where I was like, oh, I can do that later. Oh, I can do that later. And then Monday I was like, okay, this is cool. Like you actually have to do everything so you don't get behind. But if you keep telling yourself that you will have free time later because you know you have it, it's not going to get done. And that's when it becomes problematic. That is a truth that goes all the way through. And almost 50 here, I experienced that same thing this weekend. (laughs) So I'm so glad that you're learning this now because that is so, so true. What are maybe one or two things that are completely different than what you expected when you got there? Could be simple, but just curious. Um, Other than the fact that how like willing people are to help you, I think that how many people are in the same boat as you because like even if you're not taking the same exact major I have like a thousand people who are in the same chem class as me who are might be struggling with the same thing I am so it's really easy to be able to relate to other people and also like not I think there's definitely a little bit of a stigma of asking for help until you're like drowning in it and I think that if you kind of like be like, oh, just like even talking to my roommate, we have a lot of this similar classes. So I'm like, hey, like, would you mind helping me with this? And she's like, oh, yeah, like, of course, that was pretty simple for me. I understood the lecture. So I think like willingness to help, but also like how difficult it kind of can be to ask for help in that way. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that like totally surprised me is like how easy it is to get around campus. I know that's so like, random but all my classes basically there's like my dorms as far end of the campus as it can be and then the classes all the way on the other side so it's almost like I go to work and I come home at the end of the day like I don't go back and forth every single class but it's also really easy to get there so it's like 
the time management of getting into your classes at the right time is surprisingly a little difficult because it's like, oh, you don't want to sit outside your class for 20 minutes, but you also want to be early enough to get a seat. And I feel like that's kind of something like if you can't get to class on time, then like the rest of it just goes downhill. So I don't know. That's kind of just like a random, random thing that I know. A good one. What's going to change when really winter happens? I don't know. I'm so, I'm a little nervous for that one. There's a lot of people who have bikes. So like our, one of the streets on campuses is just um, pedestrian and bike. And then there's also skateboards, which are a really big thing. And those are all going to get away as soon as it gets icy. Cause like people don't want to slip or like eat it and stuff. Um, so I don't know, <laughs> leave a lot of time for walking between classes. To say. Alex, you didn't have to do that. I was going to say, I wish I had some good piece of advice for you, but going to San Diego State, we did not have that issue. Our biggest issue was when it rained one day. That one time was awful, wasn't that it? That one time was brutal. The entire world felt like it was oh. ending. Right, we get FEMA support when it rains here, don't we? Mm-hmm. My oh, yeah. California self, there was one day last week where out of nowhere, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom before class. The sky was clear. I came out of the black class, out of the bathroom pouring rain literal like everyone was running inside and i was like you're kidding me i have to walk across campus to go to my class and like it wasn't even all the way across campus it was just halfway i walked into the classroom i was soaking wet my hair looked like i just walked out of the shower i was like what is this and my teacher he goes not california eh <laughs> like, and this was like one of my smaller classes oh that's another thing that surprised me i was really like I was expecting big lecture halls, 350 people. I have lots of those, but then a lot. Also, some of my classes are kind of niche. Like I'm in Spanish five, and there's 12 people in my class. So like, wow. make relationships with the people who are around you in the smaller settings, so that they can translate to big settings. But in this class, there was only 12 people, so I know the professor pretty well already. And everyone was just like, "Oh, like, yeah, this isn't California anymore. Like, there's rain this season." And I was like, "Oh, can't wait for the rest." It's just getting started. Yeah, yeah I am excited yet. though for the season. Yeah. Alex, everyone's got it. Yeah, what else? And you covered so many great topics already. So have you been to the sporting events yet? Any sporting events? Yes, I was so excited for the first football game. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but my football or my school did not have a football team, so I have been to maybe three football games in my life because my brother plays football at a different high school, and I was so excited for it it was a good game they ended up losing with like a minute left but overall it was so much fun and um there's the soccer game we went to like the first kind of home game of the season and broke the attendance record and everyone had these like plastic almost bugle horns it was a really fun time so that was really fun and then this weekend another soccer game another football game boiler up baby Wow, you really have dove in headfirst. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What's the energy like compared to like high school sporting events? Because obviously, still super fun, great energy at high school sporting events. But I'm guessing it's uh, it's quite different, especially like in the Big Ten, some one of those schools. It's just roaring, absolutely. Like it's like going to a concert and being five rows from the front, except it's the whole stadium and mm. with your best friends. That is yeah. so awesome. Mm-hmm. like the student section is filling out and i don't know i think it's the greatest thing ever 
you kind of get intoxicated by that by like all the energy and yeah. like it definitely just like envelops and like it's cool too mm-hmm. that's not just like a small 1000 person stadium at that in high school it's yeah. like produced like probably what 50 60 70 000 for the football yeah, stadium yeah it's like wow. 60,000, i think yeah, that's it's a little bit bigger than uh, than our high school football and uh, basketball <laughs> stadiums. I think just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you really feel that energy all around. It sounds yeah. like, and even if you don't like sports, do you think that's an environment that you just absolutely fall in oh, love with? For sure, it's so easy to get lost in the game. Like honestly, I didn't even know what the score was for like a quarter and a half. I was just like, oh yeah, like cheering, and then I looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, we're winning! Like it's so easy to just get like wallet in the crowd and honestly it's so much fun oh yeah it's like a community right there too yeah like you know common denominator between all of you guys even though it's a really big school it's like all right you're all there you're all in the same boat you're probably sweating in the heat it's hot (laughs) out but you're just all rooting for the same team that's that's a great way to meet people too i feel like as well as the sporting events initially Mm -hmm. all right so capri you're looking back at Capri two months ago, three months ago. Okay. What would you tell her based on what you remember thinking and feeling? Now you've been here a little bit, a couple weeks. What would you tell Capri? Um, I definitely say dress less because like the change is going to come whether or not you're stressing for it. And I feel like the more you build it up, the kind of like almost the harder it is to leave. And then the second thing I would say is if you have friends that you like really, truly care about and you want to stay connected with, like set aside a time before, or I guess right now is a good time because a lot of people have already left for college, but set aside a time for you guys to stay in touch because otherwise it's really easy to just get consumed by your right in front present, which is not a bad thing by any means, but like, if you want to maintain those relationships, you actually have to put energy into maintaining those relationships. Right. And then also on the flip side of that, college is a time for you to like make new relationships. So don't be focusing just on everything that's at home or how it was. Like really take the time, the now opportunity where no one knows everyone, no one knows anyone and use that to your advantage. And then another thing I would say is bring things from your house that comfort you I kind of underestimated that and it's not like oh I can just go home and get like this blanket that I really like no I have to have someone ship it to me if you're like (laughs) but if they don't ship it to me then I don't get it you know so definitely bring some like comforting things I brought some um pictures that I like got a disposable camera over the summer so I have all those pictures here with me and then I also brought my teddy bear which I know is a little like childish or maybe silly but honestly like it just makes my bed feel like my bed you know right it's not like i'm sleeping in that's a hotel important. every single it's important night. that's super important yeah wow capri this is awesome what a great report back huh alex oh that's awesome i'm like man i wish i could go I'm back to college you over here if i had the money <laughs> i would just go back to college again at 23 <laughs> but for now we're still gonna have to live vicariously through you but i think that's really really All good right. advice you already are it sounds like is there any other All pieces right. of advice that you'd want to share with anyone who's nervous about starting college or is just starting out right now because sounds like you're just doing so well right now honestly i just say that like everyone else is probably going through the same thing as you and yeah even though they are going through the same thing you have to make yourself a literal 
a little bit vulnerable to be able to kind of relate to that. So like maybe you're really struggling with being homesick. Well, no one's going to know that unless you say anything about it. But the second you do say something about it, there's 10 other people right next door who are all feeling the same way. So sometimes it just takes a little bit of vulnerability to start the conversation. And then the other thing I would say is like join clubs. And I've been kind of like, it's a little difficult to say that and like do it because there's so many clubs that are all going on at the same time. So like, I haven't really figured out how to manage which ones to go to and which ones not like how to prioritize that yet. But I had, I am having a really good time just like trying all the different clubs because they all have like, Oh, like this is our first meeting. It's informational and it's been really fun so far. So just try new things, I guess, but that's pretty generic. So it's like know, speed dating. Someone else has, <laughs> yeah. Just speed date all the clubs, see what works for you. Oh, exactly. if something doesn't work out, like you don't need to be attached to it. It's week three and I'm that. Like if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like you can try it again, but sometimes if even if you try something like three times and it's still not for you, like try something else. I don't know. Yeah. There's literally hundreds of clubs and organizations on campus. Like it might take some time to find it. But again, that's why you, you know, go to the informational meetings, you're not attached to anything and figure out what you like, what you don't like, and you're gonna find out a lot about yourself. Great advice. I love it. I love it. Alex, aren't we proud of her? Super proud. No, you guys, it sounds like you're doing super well, Capri, and no surprise there, but I'm glad to hear that you're making new friends and comfortable and everything's down path for you. So super stoked to hear that. Thanks, guys. That makes my heart happy. <laughs> Take us home, Alex. Absolutely. Well, Capri, thank you so much for chatting with us. I, again, so glad that you're doing so well. But this is Amy, Alex, and Capri signing off here tonight. Hope you guys have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure and subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We want to hear from you as well. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com.